Yeah, it's pretty painless, wasn't it? If you backed Captain Fankel on the weekend, this gelding by Kermadec. First go at 1,400. He jumped straight on the lure there. And as we heard there, gave nothing a look in. He started $2.50. So he's only had the three starts, two wins and a second. And that second was very good on debut, going back to December of last year in a maiden. Uh, up at Ipswich, he chased very bravely from, from back in the field. So let's find out his story. And also want to get an update on a very smart two-year-old called Heavenly Impact that went around Magic Minions Day in the debut, second to lead me on. He was a sectional star, went much faster than the winner, lead me on sectionally. Only horse to break 33 coming home that day, 32.86, Heavenly Impact. So Marcus Wilson's got every reason to be excited at the moment. Good morning, Marcus. Morning, Steve. This Captain Fenkel, Hong Kong would be all over him like a bat of the measles at the moment. Yeah, I, um, like any sort of promising three-year-old, the, the phone rings, doesn't it? Mm. But, um, yeah, very fortunate to have a nice horse in the stable. All right, so owner's keen to keep him running up for a while? Yeah, yeah, I think at, at this stage, you know, so um, it's been sort of no, I suppose, no, no sort of firm offer which sort of interested him. Um, but, yeah, so they're sort of enjoying Enjoying the time with him on the track. Mm. I see you're in the ownership. Yeah, got a little little share there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, little little share, which is good. So it's um, a bit extra cream doesn't hurt. Yeah, but if they get higher, uh, do you think you know? And you accepted an offer down the track. Do you think that he'd pass a vet? No problem with things like that. Yeah, well, I suppose you don't know until you sort of you know. So, so they do, do the vetting. They're very stringent, you know. But um, you know, touch wood, we haven't had any issues with the horse and. He's been sound and been a, a lovely horse to do anything with. Yeah, so, um, you know, we'll sort of, you've got to try and block that sort of stuff out and not not let it sort of interfere with your program and your training and, um, and concentrate on the horse and do the right thing by him. Yeah, I understand. Like $14,000 investment. Uh, tell us when you went back, to, when you went to that Mart sale at the Gold Coast last year and found this horse. Yeah, no, we... Um, Two years obviously ago. We're not, obviously, we're not spoiled with the the bigger high-profile owners with, you know, spending the large money and that. We haven't got an endless sort of checkbook or anything, and we always look for value and, and buy on type. And um, it's pretty well documented. I don't mind training stayers and horses with a bit of scope, and, and he was the one that sort of we liked. I uh, looked at his page and went and had a look at him. He's, he's a good type of horse. Um, so there's a lot of room for improvement. You know, he's just going through one of those growing stages, but you could, you know, you could see, you could see beyond that is a... A lovely type of horse is going to furnish into a nice three-year-old and beyond. Tell me a bit more about his pedigree. You mentioned Sire Kermadec. What about the damn size? She is fierce, the mum. Yeah, she's a um, she's a, a Savabil. Um but yeah, out of a good family. I think she's, she she might be a, a full or a three-quarter in blood to um, Dowager Queen. Um, the Rogerson and Friedman had her. She was a very smart smart race mare. Um, group one placed, undoubtedly probably should have. Should have won a Group One. Since she was placed in an Oaks, but yeah, good get of a good good family. Um, I like the Savabil, you know, he's a great sire and he's a good broodmare sire as well. I know they can get a, probably a little bit on the hot side, the Savabils, but um, this this bloke, you know, butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. He's just a, got a lovely demeanour and he's just lovely to do anything with, you know. And we've seen his versatility in those three starts already in regards to racing, Pat. Yeah, yeah, he. Um, yeah, you know, the plan wasn't sort of, you know, he box-seated when he, when he won second up at, at Doombin. Um, you know, we don't sort of go out there with much of a plan when you're Jay Allman on, you sort of let, let him do his job. I'm a big believer in riding horses in their comfort zone, you know. It's no use niggling at them when they've got to be, you know, to be a length closer rather than sort of be a length further back and have them travelling where they're, where they're comfortable and that'll give them every chance to finish off. And 
And yeah, and Saturday was a, you know an example of that. We, we expected, I suppose, everyone did the, uh, the the top weight to lead, horse of Andersons, and our bloke. He's always begin well, and um, but he's not a you know jump and run sort of horse. He doesn't over race, and he, he sort of bounced and put himself there. And and Jimmy gave you know gave the toppy every opportunity, and thought it'd probably come across and lead. It didn't. Um, sort of it took the took the option to take the sit outside of us and. We basically led by default, you know. Um, but you know, so but yeah, he got got a nice lead, travelled well, and he probably floated a little bit down the straight, you know. First time at Eagle Farm, long straight. Uh, first time in front. I think when he's seen that, it was um, a glass of rose, sort of, sort of probably got within a length and a half or two lengths of him. And uh, when he sort of spotted that, he sort of kicked into another gear, and he was he was very strong through the line. Yeah, Jeff, if you could do something similar to mile race, you mentioned his pedigree. Is that what you're looking at, or will you keep him at the trip, or you give him a break for the carnival? Or yeah, um, probably go to the mile. It also seemed to pull up well so far. Um, plan was sort of to run Saturday and look at that three-year-old mile at Eagle Farm in two weeks' time. So that, that's the plan on at this stage. Head there, then probably give, give him a little break, a little let up, and sort of come back for the winter carnival. They start giving them weight early, don't they? Like 58, what will he go to next time? What sort of weight uh, rates, race yeah, is Yeah, well, that's all right. I think they give him five points the other day to win. So he's gone to a 67 rater. Obviously, you know, being a geld and it's a handicap, that's, that's always, um, always a worry with big weights and, and young horses. But, you know, 60 kilos is a good horse's weight. And, you know, you don't like uh, seeing young horses with it. Um, it all depends on what's in the race. I guess if he's a top rater, he'll get the top weight and I'll scale him down from there. But... Can only hope, you know, something pops in there with a with a higher rating and sort of bring him down a few kilos, you know. But um, what do you do, you know? It's uh, you, you don't, just don't know until the nominations come out, you know. But I guess you know, one more win's going to have to see him to go to go to sort of you know set set a conditions, which which is the plan. You know, after next run, have a break and come back uh, winner time. We always thought he's a horse, you know, sort of marking with a derby sort of horse early on, and um, and that, that's the sort of path he'll take. Come winter time. Tell me about the name Fenkel. Captain, who's Captain Fenkel? One of the owners, John Makepeace, named the horse. I'm not sure of the reason behind it, but um, yeah, a little. It was okay, I suppose. When they first named him, like any horse, you sort of you're a little bit wary about names. I, I like, I like <laughs> you like have, you don't see many yeah. good horses have a bad name, but I'm sure it'll. Uh, I don't mind. It's got a got a good. It rolls yeah. off the tongue, all right, and um, I'm sure. When they're winning, I'm not really worried. Yeah, about I googled it, thinking it must have been some character or something. I couldn't find anything. Um, yeah, not not sure. I might have anyway. eventuated after a, a night on the drink or celebration. Oh, who cares? Hey, pack, I think. But anyway, exactly. Cares, gallop. Yeah, right. I love these other horses. You know, I'm a massive fan of Heavenly Impact. Just what he did on debut was extraordinary. In that Gold Coast debut, he was tardy away, chasing, real off, amazing sectional times. When does mm. he come back into work? And when? Do, what are you thinking with Heavenly Impact? He's by Harry Angel. Yeah, he's a lovely colt, a big horse, plenty of scope. Um, always showed a lot of ability from day one. Just, just a real lovely, lovely colt he is. And uh, yeah, he's out having a break. Um, as I said, run terrific on debut. We always knew a thousand was going to be too short for him, but when we sort of put him away and bring him back, I think we'll see a, you know, a better horse. Um, but so yeah, he's out having a break at the moment. Um, he'll, he'll be back in a you know, sort of two to three weeks' time. Um, we're sort of just going to put him on a, on a path to the JJ Atkins winter time. Um, he won't have won't have a, a long prep. He's still only a two year old, and he's only going to be a better three year old, you know. So we've got to look after him. And um, but yeah, a promising horse, good ability. And you're looking at him, and you know the way he raced it, you know, on Magic Means Day, you think he's only going to be 
um, be a lovely horse when he steps out over seven furlongs and beyond. Yeah, he was a good buy as well, 30,000 in hindsight. Yeah, that's right. You probably can't get hard to buy the Harry Angels now. They're actually absolutely flying. I think you only had that when I did buy them. I think Horse of Hayes, Arkansas Kid, I think it was called, won the banner down, down in Melbourne. And But since then, they're, 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 you know, they're coming out running. He's got Tom Kitten and, and some very nice horses. So, uh, But yeah, we like this horse and um, we're excited coming winter time and you know, we'll see. We'll get him trialled up and probably resume in something like the is it the spirit of boom or the old champagne classic twelve hundred and might you know, look at going to the size produce and the JJ Atkins third up at the mile. That'd be lovely. Thanks for joining us. Well done, Marcus. No worries. Thanks for having me, Steve. Yeah, Marcus Wilson. Two inexpensive horses that can really gallop. One of them is a three-year-old gelding, Captain Fenkel. As we said by Kermadec, and he led and gave nothing a look in there. First go at 1,400. First go on a good surface as well. Debut was soft six, soft seven at Doom, and so it was a good surface, and he vaulted in there. 290 on the weekend. Um, of course, the older horses went a, a bit faster there. Betcha the crown. Desley Forster's horse went about 123. This horse 123, two four, so that's not too bad. He's sectional, this horse. Uh, was 35.45 and 12.36, the last 200 metres. But Heavenly Impact, as I said, his debut was outstanding. Um, 32.86, only horse to break 33 in that race. And 11.39 home behind Lead Me On, who's come out subsequently and run a terrific second to El Mozillo, uh, giving that horse a lot of weight at the Sunshine Coast last weekend or the weekend prior. So he's Harry Angel, Striking Meteor, Heavenly Impact. So you heard the plan with him. Hopefully go sires, maybe into the Atkins, second and a third up from a break uh, during the winter period.